And welcome everybody to episode 2 of the crazy world of American Speedway. I am your host, Crazy Chris. I want to thank you all for joining us here again today for another podcast. And uh, just want to start out by saying thank you, thank you so much to everybody for your wonderful comments, your Facebook messages, your phone calls, everything. Everyone is being so supportive of this podcast uh, the advice that I'm getting, everything is just really, really neat. And so uh, all of you that have taken time out of your day to share with me and uh, offer your support, I want to thank you very much. I'm feeling the love and uh, think I may have something here, So, uh, we'll, but we'll see how it goes. All right, let's get started right off the bat today. We have Speedway News. Okay, uh, if you didn't know, last Saturday, uh, unfortunately, we were rained out of our British style team speedway racing that Steve Evans and I put on but I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody that came out uh, unfortunately we had to cancel at the zero hour because the track was just getting too sloppy over at Pirate but everybody had a really really great attitude about it um, people who didn't want to run in the mud no problem uh, people that did we went out and had a little fun time uh, just having a little open practice and getting muddy and just playing in the mud so it was really really cool and you know for me it kind of felt like Christmas a little bit because uh, uh, the Dilke family of Mike Dilke, Nancy Dilke and Jameson uh, brought me down some one of my favorites from Northern California Mr. Pibb and uh, unfortunately can't get it here in Southern California in cans and uh, they brought it down from Auburn and I do appreciate that very much uh, so if any of you NorCal riders want to get a shout out on this podcast uh, next time you come down to uh, SoCal bring me a little uh, 12 pack of Mr. Pibb and uh, see what we can do for you um, also felt another reason why Christmas uh, one of the great uh, images that I remember from that day was David Galagos our pastor from Speedway USA uh, riding up on his Harley with his box full of Speedway USA merchandise and I picked up my uh, my Speedway USA dickie that day so uh, appreciate that and everybody uh, got what they ordered so uh, Dave Galagos you are our new Santa Claus here in uh, Southern California Speedway well let's get on with some speed some more Speedway news here of course we have Two weeks from today is the Monster Invitational. I've got my ticket. Hopefully you have yours. I am very, very excited about uh, the Monster Invitational. So let's uh, do a little rundown here of all of our riders. Okay. Uh, first of all, we're going to have Darcy Ward from Australia. Now, this is a guy I'm very, very excited to watch live. I've watched him a lot on the Internet, of course. And I'm thrilled to death to see him live in person. Hopefully get a chance to meet him if I can. Uh, from the USA, uh, Greg Hancock. Greg Hancock is going to be back here with us. So that is really, really awesome. Scott Nichols from Great Britain will be here. Our, of course, our uh, Gino Manzaris, our up-and-coming superstar, Gino Manzaris, will be racing. Uh, of course, the legendary Billy the Bullet Hamill will be with us as well. Uh, another great rider I'm really looking forward to seeing is uh, Chris Harris from Great Britain. Very, very excited to have uh, Mad Max Rummel out here with us as well. He's going to be racing in the Monster Invitational, so really, really excited. And a uh, little secret, I'm going to be I'm going to be rooting for him to take this whole thing. I want him to blow everybody away here. Uh, we also have Edward Kennett from Great Britain. Uh, Magic Janowski, uh, former under-21 world champion, is going to be there. 
Hans Anderson from Denmark is going to be there. Uh, of course, wouldn't be a great event, a great meeting without the edge, Charlie Venegas. So really, really excited to see him back racing again. And we have Patrick Dudek, who is the current under-21 world champion. So it's going to be really, really exciting to see him. Uh, Ryan Fisher will be back. Very, very exciting. As well as Ricky Wells. So we're going to have uh, Team USA back with us. And uh, we'll hopefully get to see them uh, have their own little team there. And we'll get a little uh, taste of what happened uh, in Europe earlier in 2013. So that is really, really exciting. Tyson Burmeister, who just is incredible at industry. I mean, win after win after win. Very, very excited. And, of course, finally rounding it out his last year's winner, the Monster Invitational, coming back to claim his crown again, Billy the Kid Gennaro from up in Northern California. So Billy Gennaro will be back with us at the Monster Invitational. I'm very excited to see if he will win this a second time in a row. Now on to our 250cc lineup for the Monster Invitational. We're going to have Curtilicious, Curtis Hamill racing with us again. Uh, Brock Nichols going to be back as well. Luke Becker, who uh, just blows me away every time I see this young man racing. So I'm very, very excited for that. And of course, the Poison, Dylan Rummel is going to be out there in the 250 class. As well as Dalton Leedy. Very, very excited. I really, really like this kid. He's got a great attitude, and I am so very, very excited to see Dalton Leedy being part of the 250cc lineup at the Monster Invitational. Finally, in Speedway news, uh, we had last Sunday uh, the Costa Mesa and Pirate Points winners announced at the bowling tournament down in Costa Mesa. And I'd like to read off the winners and points for, for the tracks combined. In first division, we had number 39, Battling Buck Blair, taking it. Uh, next under him was number six, Sean Mad Dog McConnell. Under him, number 46, Aaron Fox. Number 11, Bobby Boogaloo Schwartz, getting his uh, points leadership in there. Uh, number 14, one of my great, great friends, the legendary Fast Diddy Castro. I always have to say it like that. Uh, number 26, Tyson Burmeister. Followed by number 2, Josh Larson. Followed by number 23, Steve Russell. Number 308, Mad Max Rummel. And rounding off the points leaders was number 48, the Mangler, Tyson Talkington. In the support division, leading it was number 163, Rowdy Ron Davis. Followed by number 116, Chris Jones. Followed by number 182, Rudy Lauer. Great to see Rudy Lauer getting his uh, recognition there. Number 103, Kyle Hicks, and rounding it out, number 210, Dave the Trout Dog Trout. So uh, very, very excited, and congratulations to all of you gentlemen for uh, your point leadership in Costa Mesa and Pirate Speedway combined. All right, now let's get started with the meat of this podcast. Of course, the big news has come out. Uh, Gino G-Man Manzaris has signed with the Ipswich Witches out in the UK. And Aaron Fox has signed with the Edinburgh Monarchs up in Scotland. So very, very exciting news. And we're going to talk to both of these gentlemen today here on the Crazy World of American Speedway podcast. So let's get started and let's talk to Gino first. Now, Gino, you've been involved with Speedway for many, many years. And uh, I'd like you to start by asking how you got started in Speedway. 
to be honest, uh, luckily there was a little ranch and practice track right here in my hometown in Corona called uh, Maley's Ranch. And so um, my mom and dad were good friends with this guy, Bobby Cripps, and his daughter Tamara was racing. And uh, I remember on my ninth and 10th birthday, they took me out to Maley's here on the corner, spun a few laps, and then uh, the next weekend was actually a, uh, a Billy Hamill gumball rally, I believe 2003. And uh, just I was having the 200 class, and they just threw me straight in and fell in love with it from there. Couldn't stop talking about it and annoying my uh, family and friends about Speedway this, Speedway that, Speedway this, and it's been like that for, shoot, almost 12 years now. Now, Gina, you just came back from Australia, and congratulations, you won the Rob Wolfington Cup. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that experience you had down in the land down under. Yeah, the Rob Wolfington Memorial Classic was just, it's a big honor to be there. Uh, I was asked about the meeting earlier this year, but we wanted to see how uh, the rest of our fixtures uh, worked out. But uh, towards the end of the season, we started banging in some pretty good titles, and I said, hey, I don't want to stop now. So uh, I jumped at the opportunity to go back over to Australia again. And it's it's so much like home, it's not even, it's not even funny. Like, the weather's pretty the same. Uh, the racing is the same, just a, a lot higher quality. Um, it's it's just it's a great experience. I love the fact that I got to go out there again, and then winning the meeting, it was just icing on the cake. Like it's, I couldn't ask for anything better than that. Um, I went over there thinking, like, hey, maybe I'll be able to mix it up, probably get in semis, maybe even podium. But uh, yeah, after going now after the first ride and just got some confidence and then banged in the rest of the wins from after the first heat throughout the rest of the night. Now, being that you're from America, when you're down in Australia, did you have to deal with uh, celebrity status down there? How were you treated by everybody? Uh, to be honest, um, we got to do a little practice the day before. And when I got out there and did some practice, and uh, I, I guess I was the quickest one around, so um, quickly everybody came and want to say hi and ask me how uh, how's California and everything, but basically the true rock stars are all the Aussies that are coming back. Right. And so, yeah, and it's, uh, it's pretty, like, it's, I don't know if you can say big or not for an American to come over, because you have Ricky Wells that came over there and won it two years ago, and uh, last year's winner is our current world champion, um, Ty Wolfenden, and it, yeah, winning that for his father was big, so... Well, I personally think you're heading to major celebrity status in the Speedway world. Um, of course, the big news we're talking about today is you're signing with the Ipswich Witches. Congratulations. And tell us a little bit about how that came to fruition. Uh, to complete, uh, be completely honest, um, during the tour, Steve Evans' uh, tour um, over to England uh, earlier this year in May, uh, April, May, we were over there, um, May 2nd of this year I got to do an individual there which was the Stars of Anglia and uh, basically it's a pretty good Premier League Elite League meeting, individual meeting and um, I ended up scoring my uh, average I scored 6 points um, even uh, getting a uh, pop tie in my first ride so like I guess they caught the eyes of the promoters there and uh, they stayed in contact with us and always uh, checked up and said that if I have a good season, hopefully they might want uh, to have me race for him. And uh, 
be honest, I couldn't ask for a better season. I know one thing a lot of people want to know is uh, when does your season start and uh, how long will you be gone for? Uh, right now, it's um, it's looking like I'll be leaving in March. Uh, the, the press practice and all the um, all the publicity stuff, photos, shoots, and everything is going to be mid-March, uh, mid end of March. And then uh, his season kicks off in April. And then uh, be flat out from April to October, November. So we're really looking forward to it. I'm just, I'm just super happy that uh, our team's giving me a chance. And now I know uh, I'm not going to let them down. Finally, uh, once again in two weeks on December 28th, you're going to be part of the Monster Invitational. What are your thoughts going into this meeting, and uh, how are you going to take this one? One thing for sure, it's not going to be. It's not going to be anything like last year. Last year, I uh, was adding, uh, riding out of my abilities and uh, second guessing myself. So none of that's going to happen this year. And um, Hey, I feel like if I can go in there and uh, bang out five good stars, six good stars, I can win this thing. So if anybody's game, really looking forward to it, but I, I'm predicting another full American final. Before I let you go today, I know you have a lot of fans and a lot of supporters out there. I want to give you an opportunity to uh, say anything you'd like to them today. I just want to say a uh, big thanks to Robert Riesler, Hagen Strokes, Trucker Machine, uh, Oakley, um, T-Rod, Mike Kelly, Mark Carpenter, this. Everybody's been helping me out this season, and then all the fans that's been following uh, me around, messaging me, just want to say thank you, and uh, I'll be back towards the end of uh, next season and hopefully get a couple meetings in for the home fans. Well, Gino, you've had quite a 2013, and we're really, really excited and looking forward to seeing what you're going to do in 2014. Thank you for being part of our podcast today. Thank you guys so much. And with that, we'll say goodbye to Gino, and we will welcome our next guest in a minute or so. I uh, want to apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for the bad audio quality with my interview with Gino. Um, still trying to work out some kinks and bugs here, so I have a little bit of work to do on my end, and I do apologize for that. But let's get started and talk with Aaron Fox. Aaron Fox, who just announced last night, on Friday night, that he was going to be part of the Edinburgh Monarchs up in Scotland. So, Aaron, welcome to the show. You know, Aaron, you really exploded onto the Speedway scene about three years ago, came out of nowhere, and really took this whole industry by storm. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in Speedway. Uh, first off, I was, I think it was when I had begun college and I was playing golf and, uh, I was getting a little bit burnt out and I was like, you know what, I, 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 you know, I miss racing. Motocross is what I'd grown up doing. Uh, I didn't want to get back into that necessarily. Uh, I just wanted to do something that I can, that I can race, whether it be cars or something. And I, I, it took me a while to figure it out, but I had a, had a close buddy by the name of John Marquez who was, uh, you know, popular in the scene here, you know, when I had gotten started, and I said, hey, you know, let me, uh, let me ride, so he took me up to El Mirage, the dry leg up there in the high desert, and we did some laps, and ever since I threw a, threw a leg over the bike, I've been hooked. I'm curious, what's the biggest difference to you between motocross and speedway motorcycle racing? You know, it's a, it's a nine-day difference between motocross and the speedway. Motocross, um, you know, you can be, it's a, it's more of a, it's more physical to me. It's, it's a contact sport. I, you know, that's where I got my aggressiveness from. 
uh, with used to bumping, you can you can hit people, you won't get excluded, you can rough you can ride rough, and that's mainly the difference. And and in speedway, you know, there's rules, and and you know, it's a little bit more sketchier, it's a bit more dangerous, and you come in contact with another rider, and you know, that's when uh, that's when the danger starts. So you know, you got to be careful in speedway, and that's been the the main thing is trying to get used to um, just trying to be well aware of of yourself with the riders that you're riding against and, you know, keeping, keeping it close, but making sure it's, it's good racing. Of course, the big news of the day is your signing with Scotland's Edinburgh Monarchs. Aaron, tell us a little bit about how this came to pass. You know, it came to surprise by me when I got an email from Mr. John Campbell, who is the promoter for the Edinburgh Monarchs. And, uh, Steve Evans, uh, we've been working hard together to try to, uh, be, get myself recognized and be noticed over there. And, and, uh, you know, he did his, his part of the, of the work and, and got in contact with Mr. Campbell. And from then on, you know, it, uh, Mr. Campbell took his, uh, took a, did his homework on me and, and, uh, decided to pursue my background and see what I was all about and was super keen to get me over there. So I got a message from him one day and it's all been, uh, good from there. I'm curious what's going on in your head right now. Is it more nervous, more excitement with the fact that you're going to be racing with one of the uh, premier teams in speedway racing? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was a little scary. You know, I was super anxious just to sign the deal and get it over with. I just wanted to get it done. It's what I've been wanting to do for the last three years. And, you know, I uh, the contract is great, and I signed it. And right when I did that, it, all kinds of thoughts been running through my head. I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm 25. I... Uh, you know, I've worked hard to save up money here and get a home and, and, you know, pursue life here. And I never thought I was going to get the chance to ride. So I was a little bit overwhelmed, but um, I had to, you know, took a couple of days and talked to a few people. And, uh, you know, I can convince myself that uh, I got to give it 100% and still go for it because this, you know, something that I've been wanting to pursue for the last three years. Some people may not know that you've recently suffered an injury uh, through Speedway. And you've just had surgery this week, so can you share a little bit about uh, what happened and how your progress is coming along? Yeah, I was practicing on the 16th of last month, and uh, I got a little bit of traction coming out of the corner, and you know, just made a little bit of a mistake and and hit the wall down the back straightaway. It didn't fall hard, but uh, you know, supposedly it doesn't take more than eight pounds to break a collarbone. So, um, you know, went in and got it X-rayed, and the first two doctors that I uh, was in with were, you know telling me that uh it was going to be fine i didn't need surgery i was going to take about four to six weeks to heal and uh went in for my two weeks checkup and the third doctor had told me that uh he wanted to do surgery and you know i i was up in the air about what i wanted to do because i really wanted to ride the monster invitational on the 28th of december but you know i got to look you know for my future instead and you know i got to be 100% 100% fit, and that's the main thing. I didn't want to go into the meeting, uh, you know, not knowing what was going to happen, if I was going to get injured again, and uh, I think surgery was the best thing, and, you know, now I just uh, kind of recovering now, and I should be able to ride sometime after the first, get back on the bike, get training, and uh, get fit for a couple months and be well prepared by March. Now, there's a very rich history with American Speedway riders with the Edinburgh Monarchs. What are you most looking forward to being part of this team? Uh, I'm excited to meet everyone. And, um, you know, uh, it's funny because Ryan Fisher and Mike Faria both rode for this team uh, in previous years, and they had amounts of popularity. And, you know, I've, uh, 
I'd like to gain some of that, and hopefully um, they'll take me in and, and uh, you know, hopefully I can provide uh, good entertainment for them and, and score a lot of points and, and be a successful team for 2014. So uh, I'm going to give it my all, and, you know, I just uh, look forward to meeting everyone and, and uh, just having a good time. And with that, Aaron, I want to thank you for being part of the crazy world of American Speedway. I wish you tremendous success in 2014 in your new venture, and we will see you out there uh, in the stands with us on the, at the Monster Invitational on December 28th. You got it, Chris. Appreciate it, man. And with that, I noticed uh, both interviews uh, mentioned Steve Evans being an integral part of the signings with their respective teams. So I want to get a quick word with Steve on uh, his thoughts on the signing of Gino and Aaron Fox. Steve, I think the main question I want to ask you is, uh, with the large pool of Speedway riders that we have out here, uh, why particularly these two gentlemen at this point in their careers? Well, they both deserve their shot to be in England. I mean, essentially, um, you know, their careers and their next phase start right now. You know, uh, being signed for a team is quite a privilege, and they're both good enough to be there. And, of course, uh, it's going to have to now go to another level for them to succeed. You know, nothing's taken for granted here. I think they both have what it takes. They're both ready. They're both professional. It's a bit of a loss to our weekly scene, but it's just the fact that you know, these riders have ambition to make it to the very top, and this is what they've chosen to do. Now, both Gino and Aaron have cited you as being a major part of their signings with their respective teams. Can you give me a little bit of background about how this came about? Well, of course, just from the work with Team USA and the touring team, you know, you, um, you have contacts with the promoters, you race at their tracks, and they they prospect ourselves from time to time for upcoming riders and we in turn let certain clubs know that riders are ready and of course there's there's a whole load of logistics that have to get worked out you know as far as the riders contract and um, you know uh, if the team has room because they have particular points limits and sometimes a team would like a rider but because of mathematics they can't fit them in so of course just from a Team USA standpoint Billy Hamill and myself you know we we want to get riders over there on teams. Um, to be honest, the bar's much higher than probably I realized three or four years ago. You know, uh, I mean, any American fan who's worried about a mass exodus of, you know, Americans going over there shouldn't panic too much yet because it takes it takes a lot to, you know, to make the standard to be considered. And there's a limit of team places in Europe as well. So, you know... Uh, I don't think that every rider that's going to come out of the junior program is going to make it to England because there isn't room for them all. And, uh, you know, plenty will stay over here like the 80s and be the top riders for many a year to come. So uh, it's it's an aspect where USA Speedway, you know, essentially wins from this. Now, Steve, knowing you as well as I do, I know you wouldn't put your name behind a rider who you didn't truly support and believe in 110%. So what is it about Gino and Aaron that separates them from the rest of the pack? Well, there's a few factors. Firstly, they want it. Uh, secondly, they they live it night and day. I mean, you can't really, um, you know, want to be a professional speedway rider and think about it once a week and then get on with normal life. It almost has to be an obsession. You know, it has to be what you live and breathe for. And, and there's riders that have talent, but, you know, and the good riders, but racing the American scene is probably more suited for them than going to Europe, you know, because they really don't want to live, you know, that kind of lifestyle. It's a, it's a 
a huge sacrifice to go over there. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you're a professional rider, but you know, in the first instance, it's uh, it's financially tough. You have to establish yourself. You're away from home. The weather's bad. The food's bad. You know, and it's a whole uh, it, it's a whole culture shock. So you really have to, first of all, be you know, uh, utterly professional, utterly dedicated. You know, really want this, and then have the talent to go with it as well. And you know, you have to have a lifestyle that fits with it. You know, so if you if you don't have those factors, then you know. To be honest, you're not going to make it to that level. And as I say, it's not for everybody. And, uh, you know, some riders are probably not suited to it. All right, Steve. And with that, we will uh, wrap up uh, this episode of the crazy world of American Speedway. Once again, I want to thank everybody for taking time to download and listen to this. Um, very happy to be part of the Podbean family. We're also available on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. Uh, if you have a story, a Speedway news story, or an idea for a show that you would like to let me know about, you can email me at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at signifiedesigns.com, or you can find me on Facebook, on facebook.com, crazychrisspeedway. I'd also like to take this opportunity to wish everybody in the Speedway family a happy, happy Merry Christmas and a wonderful new year. And we will talk to you again very, very soon on our next podcast episode. And with that, Speedway, no matter when it is or where it's at, it's going to be crazy. And we'll see everybody in two weeks at the Monster Invitational at Industry Speedway. See you there. I got a crazy motorcycle!